I'd like to welcome everyone uh, from near and far to the 39th annual Hasman Stern Kinnis Chuvadrasha in memory of Elias J. and Mary Stern and Moshe and Chava Hausman. It is a great honor to call upon our Rebbe, uh, Rev. David Miller, Rosh Kolel of the Reitz Israel Kolel, to give the drasha. Father Zechert Tzadok Levracha was a Rav for many years in the Bronx and he would always begin his sermons by saying, Dear friends. So I feel that that salutation uh, is certainly fitting for those with whom we learn in the Beis Medrash on a daily basis, those whom we daven together, including friends who have come from outside as well. So, dear friends. We live in a very, very unique era. It's called Ikvisa de Meshicha. And there is a discussion, a description of Ikvisa de Meshicha at the end of Mesechet Sota. And it's described as an era of Chutzbah Sagi, Ein Tochachat, Vahemet Neederet. An era which is full of arrogance, Chutzbah Sagi. Ein tochachat, an era where everything is subjective, everyone can choose his own value system, no one can tell anyone else what they should do, what they should believe in, how they should live their lives. Vohaemes neederes, and full of fake news. And this so clearly describes our, our world. And so we have really no clear direction as to how to get from where we are currently to our goal, to Geula, to Acharis Hayamim, Yemot HaMashiach. The Mishnah at the end of Sota gives us an Eitzah, Ein lanu l'smoch ela alavinu shevashamayim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu alone knows where we're heading and how to get us there. Reb Chaim Vital writes in the name of the Ari that there is unique avoda of Ikvisa de Meshicha. Just as Shofar is unique avoda for Rosh Hashanah, Matzah is unique avoda of Pesach, different eras of time also have unique avoda. Not to take anything away from Talmud Torah Keneged Kulam, even on Rosh Hashanah, Talmud Torah Keneged Kulam, but there's a unique, a unique avoda of listening to the shofar. During Ikvisa de Meshicha, the unique avoda is tefillah. And so, if it's okay with you, I'd like to discuss the concept of tshuva through the prism, through the lens of tefillah. The Nefesh HaChayim, Reb Chayim describes the process in which the Shmona Esrei was written by Anshek Nessus Hagadola. You have on the source sheet number one, where he points out that it's impossible, even whatever one is going to find in the writings of the Ari or, or in the writings of uh, other Mekubalim, Einam Be'erach Afketipa Min Hayam Neged Pnimiut Omek Kavanat Anshek Nessus Hagadola Metaknei Hatfila that Anshek Nesses HaGdola were on a tremendously high and deep level, Hayukuf Chaf Zekeinim, 120, Mehem Kama Nevi'im, Vekor Mevin Yavin. Everyone should understand the Lo'isi Enash HaYabeshta, Sheyuchal Latakein Tikun Nifla Venora Kazer Lichlov Vlegnoz Ma'abeya Tfila Kvua Vesudura Benusach Echad to be able to fit into 18 short brachos everything which is involved in the tikkun of the olamot el-yonim for generations. But from our perspective, we're not into Torah tasod, but from the perspective of Torah sanigle, to be able to write a text which is relevant to all Jews in all countries, in all generations, to formulate 12 bakashot, 
12 requests from HaKadosh Baruch Hu that are so basic to the core of our existence as Jews to fulfill our role in this world, we know that we need knowledge and we need health and we need a livelihood. In all of these areas we do our hishtadrut, but the final results are a gift from Hashem. And so we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for knowledge, for health, for parnasah, etc. In this list of 12 brachot, there is one which is, in my humble opinion, an anomaly. The fifth bracha of Shmona Esrei, the second of the bakashot, number two over here, Hashivenu avinu l'sarasecha, korvenu malkenu l'avodasecha, v'hachazirenu b'tshuva shlema l'fanecha, baruch Hashem b'tshuva. We all know this bracha, we say it three times a day. But I call it an anomaly because it's tshuva, really a request that we make from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should grant us tshuva. The next bracha, slach lanu avinu, to ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to grant us slicha, to grant us mechira, to grant us kapara, to forgive us, to give us atonement, that's a bakasha to make of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But tshuva, that's a request that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has of us. That's our responsibility. For those who count tshuva as a mitzvah, so this is one of those 613 requests that HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes of us. And this goes back before the 613. Already, Kayan was told by HaKadosh Baruch Hu when Kayan was despondent that his korban was not accepted. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Kayan, it's up to you, halo im tetiv. If you change your behavior, if you're choser b'tshuva, say it. Then you'll be able to be welcomed in my eyes. V'im go tetiv. And if you decide to keep to your form of behavior, lepetach chatat rovetz, then there are consequences to your behavior. Similarly, that tshuva is in our hands. HaKadosh Baruch Hu continued and told Kayin, Elecha teshukato, I created you with a Yetzirah. You have desires. However, ata timsholbo, you can control your desires. You're a Baal Bechira. You can make choices. And so you have the choice of being choser b'tshuva. You have the choice of changing your behavior pattern, of changing your character. And then everything will be wonderful. And if you decide not to, but again, this is a, a question, this is a bakasha, this is a request that a Kodesh Baruch Hu makes of man. Why in this bracha are we turning to Hashem? Hashivenu avicha l'sarasecha. Is this HaKadosh Baruch What do we want exactly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu? So, someone can answer. Maybe you would answer. Oh, tshuva is a gift from Hashem. We're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu for a gift. Rabbi Yonah calls it a matana tova. The, the Ramchal, Mesit Yesharim, speaks in glowing terms about this creation, this great new possibility. But that's exactly the point. The gift is the creation of tshuva. The gift is the concept of tshuva. But once that concept was given to us, it's up to us to take advantage of it. Namely, that even though our timeline is one-directional, we go from past to present to future. That's the direction of time. Tshuva tells us that we can retroactively change reality, that, that we have the ability, in the language of the Ramchal, if I recalibrate my ratzon, if I decide to in a very, very sincere and a very very serious cathartic change within me of charata, if I really, really regret that which I did, I can retroactively recalibrate my life. That which I did b'mezid, zdonot, can be considered to be as though I did it b'shogeg, not with full... Intent and, and it can even be that the donot nasulo kizuchuyot that I can even change an avera retroactively into a mitzvah. 
That's a gift. The gift that I can change my past. That when a Kosh Baruch who shows me a video, a video of my life, those Averos that I did are not in that video. They don't exist any longer. They're even replaced by mitzvos. However, that gift has to be used by us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the concept before he created the world, but it's up to us to take advantage of that concept. And so what over here are we asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaShivenu Avinu L'Sorasecha? So one can respond that certainly it's our responsibility. But what we're doing is we're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu for Siata Deshmaya, we're asking him to help us out to create windows of opportunity for us to be Choser B'Tshuva, to create situations that we'll find ourselves in that will sort of jolt us into being Choser B'Tshuva or can, can soothe us into being Choser uh, B'Tshuva to meet the right people at the right time, uh, to, to, to serve that there'll be certain situations that will mirror ourselves to ourselves, we'll be able to see ourselves as a Kaddish Baruch Hu views, view, view us, views us. Namely, maybe that's what we're asking. We're asking Kaddish Baruch Hu to create situations that will make our tshuva easier. However, if that's what the bracha is all about, then I have a question. We all know that after the 18 brachas of Shemona Esrei, 18 slash 19 brachas of Shemona Esrei, that were, as we pointed out, formulated by Anshek Nessus Hagdola. Generations later, generations later, the Chachmei HaTalmud came in and added supplications. They added Tachanunim that we say after Shmona Esrei. There are different formulas in Meseches Brachos, and now learning the Mesechta. And one of them, Elokai Nitzor, was chosen as a standard addition to Shmona Esrei. And in Elokai Nitzor, we have the following request. Elokai, Nitzor Lashoni Meira. Kodesh Baruch Hu, give me siyata deshmaya not to speak Lashon Hara. Usfasai mi daber mirma, and give me siyata deshmaya not to lie. Umilkaulai nafshi tidom venafshi ka'afar lakol Give me siyata deshmaya to be humble. That's a challenge, to be humble. Upsach libi betarasecha, give me siyata deshmaya to enjoy learning. Uva mitzvosecha tirdof nafshi. And give me siyata deshmaya that I look at mitzvos as opportunities to run after. This was added generations after Shmona Esrei was formulated by Anshek Nesos Agdola. Now, let's say that I'm learning to ride a bike. For the first time, I'm learning to ride a bike or I'm learning to use rollerblades. And Kodesh Baruch Hu says... You can ask me one of two requests. Either you can ask me that Kodesh Baruch Hu help me that I shouldn't fall off my bike. Or HaKadosh Baruch Hu help me that if I fall down, I'll get up. Which of these requests would I make of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? I can't answer for you, but for me, I would rather be able to ride well the first time. I would rather ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, let me stay on the bike. Let me stay on the derech. That's what I would ask. That's what, Anshik, that's what the Amoroim asked. In other words, they, they asked, Save me from Averos, from Lashon Hara, from lying, from, from Gaiva. They asked to be able to ride the bike properly. Why did Anshik Nessus Hagdola not go in that direction? Why did they ask, if I fall, then please help me to get up? Siata Dushmaya is in all sorts of areas. But it appears to me that the basic request should be to keep mitzvos, not to do averos, not to request that if I leave out a mitzvah, help me to put it back in. If I do an avera, help me to change my behavior. So I'd like to try and offer a number of answers to this question. Why Anshek Nesagdola created this bracha of hashivenu avinu l'sorasecha v'korvenu malkenu one answer, and this sometimes happens when you're in Shir and uh, you ask a question, sometimes your Rebbe will tell you, that's a klutz kasha. So one answer is that the question that I asked 
is a klutz kasha. Namely, that I asked the question working off of a wrong assumption. I assumed in my question that the bracha of Hashivenu was meant for a person who was over an Avera, and he's asking for siyata deshmaya to return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he should be a choser b'tshuva. And there we asked, why, why ask that I'd be picked up? Why not ask? I shouldn't do the Avera in the first place. But maybe we totally are misunderstanding the bracha. There is a famous distinction which is made by the Mabit, Rav Moshe, Rav Yosef Mitrani. He has a sefer called Beit Elokim. And in that sefer, Beit Elokim, which has a Sha'ar HaTshuva, he distinguishes between two types of tshuva. He distinguishes between tshuva mei and tshuva el. He distinguishes between returning from and returning to. Namely, that when a person does an Aveira, he distances himself from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So he can ask to return back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu from the Aveira. And then he could also request to return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu irrelevant of the Aveira. Namely, returing from, if you, if you, tshuva may only applies to someone who sinned. But tshuva el, going towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even the greatest tzaddik in the world can make a request to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, help me to become closer to you. Help me to take my spiritual level one level higher. Even if I'm not doing anything wrong, I want to become closer to you. So maybe that's the concept over here in this bracha. Namely, we're not dealing with a chote. We're not dealing with someone who sinned and he wants to leave his avera. We're dealing with every Jew. Every Jew, even a tzaddik, even a benoni, every Jew, hashivenu avinu lasarasecha. Bring me closer to you via your Torah. Raise my relationship to you. Korvenu malkenu la'avodasecha. Bring me closer to you via my kiyum mitzvos. That we're dealing over here with a very generic bracha. We're not talking about the tshuva of, that's described in the Rambam in the first few prakim of, uh, Hilchos, of Hilchos tshuva. We're not speaking over here about the process of Aziva Sachet, of Vidui, of Charata, of Kabbalah Lahaba. We're not talking about Chet. We're talking about deepening our relationship to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, no matter where we are holding. Rav Kook calls this tshuva that I'm speaking about currently, tshuva ila'a, the higher level of tshuva, as opposed to tshuva tata'a, the lower level, which is tshuva mei. This is tshuva el, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Or in other parakim, he calls it the tshuva khalit, the general tshuva, as opposed to the tshuva pratit from Avera X or Avera Y that I may have done. Now, if you think about it, that's very, very different than the request for siyata deshmaya that we have in Elokai Netzor. There, we have a tshuva to be able to keep mitzvos, to be able to keep uh, not to be over Averos. Here we're, we're, we're asking to reach an entirely new level of a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's a very famous vort uh, on the, within Vidui Maisros that we have at the beginning of Parshas Kitavo. There's a pasuk, I didn't miss anything in terms of all of the pratim, all of the details of uh, how to be able to be mafresh, trumos, and maisros, and maiser rishon, and maiser sheni, and maiser ani, veloshachachti. And I didn't forget anything. The question is, how can you ask, how can you point out, I didn't forget anything, if you said you didn't miss anything? And the answer is, you can do all the mitzvahs and still forget about God. Namely, that your mitzvahs could be actions that are sort of done habitually. Your mitzvahs could be that which you're an orthoprax Jew. In other words, that you keep everything in terms of your behavior, but you're not connected to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So over here, Hashivenu Avinu Lasarasecha can be interpreted as that level of trying to raise our connection to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, to deepen our connection to Torah, to, um, to uh, raise our, 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 our sensitivity to the opportunities of mitzvahs, Korvenu Malkeinu Lavodasecha. That's what we're speaking about over here. 
Or maybe we could take this even one step further, sort of a permutation on, on, on this theme. Maybe we could posit that this bracha is not talking about the tshuva of the individual even on the level of tshuva el. Even on the level of become closer to God, we're not speaking about my become closer to God, you're becoming closer to God. Maybe this bracha is requesting that a Kadesh Baruch Hu bring about the tshuva of Kal Yisrael that will lead to Acharis Hayamim, that will lead to Mashiach. There's a very, very beautiful sefer that recently came out on tefillah in Hebrew called B'Shimcha Esa Kapai. It was written by Rav Aryeh Shapiro Shlita, who is the son-in-law of the late Rav Zalman Nechemya Goldberg Zatzal, who was one of my rebbeim. And in that sefer, he points out that everywhere in Tanakh where we find the concept of tshuva, it's linked to geula that the tshuva spoken about in Tanakh is not the tshuva of a person who ate treif, or, or, or a person who was machal al-Shabbos. Let's look in, at, at uh, the source number four that we have in last week's parsha. V'shavta ad Hashem elokecha, that's tshuva. Next pasuk, heviyacha Hashem elokecha l'haaretz asher yarshu avosecha. Umol Hashem elokecha levavcha v'yet levav zarecha. We have over here a description of how a Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to bring about Yemot HaMashiach. That Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to bring about a tshuva of Klai Yisrael. We're going to gather in Eretz Yisrael. Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to change our nature. He's going to remove our Yetzahara, and then Mashiach can come. That's the process that's spoken of over here. We move over to Nacht, number five, Yeshayahu. Machisi chaav pishaecho chanan chatosecha, I'll erase all of your sins. Shuva elai kigalticha. The tshuva is part of the process of geula. Again, number six. Uvalitz, that we say every day in davening, uvalitzion goel, and what's connected to it? Uga shave pesha biakov nuum hashem. That geula will come along with tshuva. And maybe this is the bracha. This bracha is a very beautiful manner of saying, we want Mashiach now. Hashivenu avinu Baruch Hu, change us. Bring about the tshuva that will bring about Yemot HaMashiach. Karvenu malkenu lavodosecha. Hachazirenu b'tshuva shlema lefanecha. In Eretz Yisrael. Lefnei Hashem. The Eretz which is lefnei Hashem. Maybe that's the content. And so of course, HaKash Baruch Hu is rotsa b'tshuva. HaKash Baruch Hu created the world to bring it to its fruition, to its tikkun in Yemot HaMashiach, maybe that's what's being spoken about over here. The Gona Vilna speaks about this in number seven. There's a liquid in which he writes, We know that who brings anyone who returns things to where they belong, that's a process of Geula. During the Yovel year, the fields returned to where they originally belonged. Returning something to its original status, that's a form of geula. In Yemot HaMashiach, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to return everything to its original status. That the tshuva of Acharit HaYamim, that mankind will return to the level of Adam before he sinned, to back to being a pure Tselem uh, Elokim, who can live forever, who will, who will have a level of nitzchiyus. That, that Maybe that's what this bracha is all about. And there is a beautiful raya for such an interpretation of this bracha in Shemona Esrei. We know that we have what's called tefillat havinenu. What is tefillat havinenu? What opens up a shulchan aruch to siman kufyud. So there is a shorthand of Shemona Esrei. If someone's in a circumstance of shatatchak, He's in a situation where he, he's afraid he will not be able to daven 18, 19 brachos b'kavana. He's, 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 he's on the road. He's, he's under a tremendous amount of pressure. So Chazal formulated for him a short version of Shmona Esrei, a compressed Shmona Esrei. 
he'll say the first three brachos, and then the last three brachos, and the middle 12 brachos, he'll say 12 short statements that contain the essence of the bracha. So let's look at the text of Havinenu for the first two bakashot. I quoted over here from the Rambam in Hilchot It's also in the tour. The first bracha, Atachonen Ladam Das, is summarized, Havinenu Hashem Elokeinu Ladat Et Rachecha. We ask Rosh Baruch Hu to give us the knowledge of knowing what is the derech that he wants us to follow in life. And then, our bracha, hashivenu avinu lesarasecha, is put into a compressed version, umor et levavenu liyiratecha. This has nothing to do with a personal tshuva. Here we're talking, using the terminology that we find in the Torah, in last week's parsha, dealing with Yemot HaMashiach. Here we're talking about the tshuva, where all of the Jewish people are going to be transformed into a totally different nature. This, in Havinenu, is the way that Chazal summarized the bracha. So it could very well be that we have over here a very, very uh, unique unique form of, of tefillah, in which this bracha is a bracha really for a process of ge'ula. We go, we start with understanding what HaKadosh Baruch Hu finally wants of us, and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will change our nature and destroy our Yetzir Hara, umor Hashem and then we can move over, hachazirenu b'tshuva shleim alafanecha, all of this will happen in Eretz Yisrael, and this is Ratzon Hashem, harotzeh b'tshuva. Okay, so let's just summarize what we're holding up to now. We asked the question, why did Anshay Knesset Hagdola set up a bracha to ask for siyata deshmaya in the process of tshuva? And we said, maybe that's a klatz kasha. Maybe the bracha has nothing to do with the arvayan, with the person who, is, who, who needs a tshuva may, a tshuva from. Maybe we're talking about a tshuva el, a tshuva coming closer to God, which is everyone's desire. That's what we're talking about over here. Or maybe we're even speaking about a tshuva that we want an eschatological vision. We want Yemot HaMashiach now. And that's what we're asking. Hashivenu Hashem L'Taratecha Korvenu Malkeinu La'avodatecha. We want to pull ourselves into a different realm. But I think that there's certainly, if, there, if we saw a ra'aya, that maybe this is the meaning of the bracha from, from Havinenu, we can bring another raya that, no, no, no. This bracha really was meant for tshuva me. This bracha really applies to people like us who fell, who messed up, and who want to pull themselves back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu via the process of harata and aziva sachet and vidui and kabbalah haba, etc. Where do we have a raya for that? If one looks at the next source, number, what are we up to? Number nine. Look at number nine. There's a Gemara in Megillah on Daf Yudzayin Amadbez. The Gemara over there wants to explain the order of the Bakashot. We have 12 Bakashot, and they were written very specifically in a certain order. And so the Gemara wants to explain the order of the first three. Atachonen Ladamdaat, Hashivenu Avinu Lusarasecha, and Slachanu Avinu, by quoting a very, very, very pithy Pasuk from Yeshayahu Perek Vav. Now, we all know Yeshayahu Perek Vav as the Haftorah of Shvuas. This is Yeshayahu having a vision of Maaseh Merkava. But after that vision, Yeshayahu um, is told, you're going to be my messenger to Kla Yisrael, and you're going to tell them as follows. You're going to tell them that they're going to be punished they're going to be severely, severely punished for their behavior to the degree that there's going to be a churban of the Mikdash and a churban of Eretz Yisrael. And that situation is going to extend until, let's look now at the Gemara, Ma lomar tshuva achar bina? Why does tshuva follow atachonim lodam da'as? Dichsiv, ulevavo yavin, that there will come a time when people will realize the results of their behavior. 
they'll internalize the fact that an Avera is a terrible, terrible rebellion against HaKadosh Baruch Hu, v'shav, and they will be choser b'tshuva, v'rafalo, and then I will forgive them and I'll allow the land to be rebuilt. Namely, that we have over here the three stages, and that rafalo lav refuad tachluim, we're not speaking yet about refa'enu, elo refuad eslichahi, Namely, that we have over here within the Sefer Yeshayahu, a, a, we, we have a progression that we're going to have a cheshbon hanefesh, that we're going all of a sudden to look into ourselves, yavin. then vishav, we're going to be choser b'tshuva, and then Kashbarchu is going to forgive us. And this is the order of our first three bakashot. So we're dealing, we're dealing over here with a, with a tshuva, from sin. We're dealing over here from a tshuva of Averos that brought about Churban Habayit, that brought about Churban Haaretz. And so the question is exactly um, going back to where we had been. If we're dealing with the classic tshuva of Akara Sachet, Charota, Ziba Sachet, etc., why did Anshek Zagdola feel that here we need? Siata Dishmaya as opposed to staying on the bike. Why do we need Siata Dishmaya when we fell from the bike rather than asking Siata Dishmaya to remain on the bike? And I think that the answer would be is that Anshek Nesas Hagdola, who certainly saw into the upper worlds, also saw into man. And they realized that there is a human condition that falling off the bike is not an if. Falling off the bike is a definite reality. That the human condition is that we cannot prevent falling off a bike. It doesn't help for me to daven, Kosh Baruch Hu should keep me on the bike. I'm human. I'm human. And, and as a human being, ain't tzaddik ba'aretz asher yechta. Moshe Rabbeinu, Elokim, fell. David HaMelech fell. Avram Avinu fell. Every human being falls. The siyata d'shmaya that we're asking is to help us get up. Why do we need siyata d'shmaya uniquely to help us get up? Because if we fall and we don't get up, that's spiritual suicide. That means that we've despaired. We've given up on ourselves. We say we're never going to be able to live a life of avodas Hashem. And we might as well not be here. And that everything ends. We ask Karish Baruch Hu for Siata Dishmaya, given the fact that we have a human condition, that Karish Baruch Hu Bechalzot will enable us to get up, to get up and get up and get up and get up. Sheva Yipol Tzadik Vikam. And the source of Anshek Nesis Hagdola is really David HaMelech. David HaMelech is described in Gemara Vodazara as Hukam Al, the individual who taught us about Shuvah. Who come all shall he came all shall tshuva. And the parak of Tehillim in which he teaches it to us is Parak Nun Aleph, 51, in which he tells us in that parak, Hain Ba'avon Chalalti Ubachet Yechamasni Imi. I'm a human being. I was born as a human being. And as a human being, I relate, unfortunately, to the world of Chet. And therefore, I ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ruach Nidivat Tismacheni. I ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, help me. Help me get up after falling. Leif Tahor, sorry, Leif Tahor, Brali Elokim. Help me recalibrate my heart. Veruach Nachon Chadesh Bekirbi. Give me a chance to recharge myself. That was David HaMelech's tefillah. And so that's the tefillah that Anshek Nesses Hagdola put over here into Shmona Esrei. Namely, this is part of that, of that series of, that we see in Havinenu that Havinenu Ladatet Rachecha, to make a cheshbon hanefesh, to realize that we sinned, vishav, and we have to get back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for help in getting up. Why do we need help? Because the alternative is, the, is our end. The alternative means that we have no purpose of getting up in the morning. We have no reason to, con- to continue living. And so Anshik Nesagdola felt that they wanted to explain that this is a necessity within the world 
of of tshuva that there be siyata d'shmaya that Kodesh Baruch Hu get involved as well. Now, here we have two different approaches as to how to view the process of tshuva. The first approach that I suggested is that tshuva is our responsibility. The Kodesh Baruch Hu is not in the picture. The second approach is that tshuva, I can't, it's my responsibility, but I can't do it without siyata d'shmaya. I need HaKodesh Baruch Hu's help. And so the subject of the bakasha, according to the first approach, may be some tshuva el, or may be some tshuva vimota mashiach. According to the second approach, no, it's the tshuva me. It's the tshuva that I, that, that I need to get back up on my feet, and I need a Kodesh Baruch Hu's help. This distinction, this, these two deot, is really, in my humble, humble opinion, a machokas rishonim. A machokas between the Rambam and Rabbeinu Yonah. The Rambam has a hilchos tshuva, and Rabbeinu Yonah has a Sha'are tshuva. And if you look at those two works, you'll see a tremendous difference as to how they view tshuva. Look together with me at the Rambam in sources 10, 11, 12, 13. The Rambam points out, Rashut l'chol adam netuna. Everyone has Bechira Chavshis. He has Bechira Chavshis to go in direction A, to go in direction B. Number 11, Dovar ikar gadol. This is the basis of man. This is what distinguishes man. Man is the only part of creation who can choose and has a totally free choice. And then the Ramam continues, Since every one of us can make our own decisions and every one of us is expected to make our own decisions, And now it's our responsibility that if we went off the derech, to get back on. That's us. That's, for, that's our mitzvah. That, that's, our, that's our responsibility. That's not God. That's us. God gave us the opportunity of tshuva. We're supposed to take advantage of it. So what does God tell us in number 13? He says, you know what? I can give you an alarm clock. I'll give you a chauffeur. I'll give you a chauffeur to tell you, Uru Yeshenim, wake up. Wake up, do tshuva. But it's up to us to wake up. God is not going to wake us up. He gave us the alarm clock. Namely, that the, according to the Rambam, tshuva is totally our responsibility. And so the bracha must mean something else. And we gave two options. However, one looks at Rabbeinu Yonah, one sees a totally different world. One sees a world from beginning to end of siyat d'shmaya. Nachon, God gave us a gift, but it's a gift which is only meaningful if he will help us use it. Look at Rabbeinu Yonah, number 14. That the, when the Shavim realize that they, by their nature, they can't get to where they want to get, don't worry. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will help us. And then, We're allowed to ask, for Siyat Dishmaya, because without that, we can't get there on our own. And then he points out, in the Ikar Hamishasar, the Rabbeinu Yonah has 20 Ikarim of Tshuva, number 15 is Davening. So he says, Daven, Yivakesh Lachapir Al-Kavanotav, we should Daven for Slicha. That's the next bracha. And then he continues, V'odit Palo Bal Tshuva Hashem Tamid Shiazriel HaTshuva. Namely, that we should read our, this bracha the way we've always read it, and there's nothing wrong with saying to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashivenu. I can't do it on my own. I'm human. I'm stuck in my sin. I need you, your, your help to pull me out. I need the siyata d'shmaya. When you gave me that mitzvah of tshuva, it's a matana tova, but it comes along with your help. It's not something I could do on my, on my own. I could, I could ride the bicycle, get back on the bicycle with training wheels, but I need the training wheels. You have to help me to be able to get back on the bicycle. And Anshek Nesses HaGdola said that if sincerely we request that of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Rotzeb Tshuva. He'll, he'll, he'll acquiesce. He'll, he'll agree to help us. Last week, uh, Josh Appel gave me a copy of Rav Rosenzweig's latest Sefer. It's entitled Mimini Michael, and it has a subtitle Essays on Yom Kippur and Tshuva. And so I went through the table of contents 
and I saw that the heading of chapter 2 was an alternative and complementary perspective on tshuva, colon, Rabbeinu Yonah's Sha'arei Tshuva. You have to understand that for Rav Rosenzweig, anything but the Rambam is an alternative. So we have the Rambam's concept of tshuva, and then we have an alternative concept of tshuva, which is found in Rabbeinu Yonah. Exactly, Baruch Shekivanti, that which I told you now, that Rav Rosenzweig points out is this Machokis Rishonim, but we can take it one step further. If we have a Machokis Rishonim, the Gaon of Vilna will tell us it's also a Machokis within Chazal. And so if we look in eight, number 15, at Echa Rabati, there's a Medrash Rabbah on, on, on Megillas Echa, and on the Pasuk before the last Pasuk, the Pasuk before the last Pasuk of the Megillah, Hashivenu Hashem Elecha Venashuva Chadesh Menu Kikedem, there's a Medrash which mirrors this Machokis between Rabbeinu Yonah and the Rambam. Look at the Medrash, Amra Knesi Baruch Ribono Shalom, Shelchahu, Kadesh Baruch you have to help us. This is in your hands. Hashivenu. Amar Lahem, Sakash Baruch turns back to Kla Yisrael and says, Shelachemhu. No, this is your responsibility. Shuva Elai. You take the initiative and Ashuva Alechem. I'll respond. Amru Lafan of Ribono Shalom. No, there's another Pasuk. Shelchahu, Shenemar, Shuvenu, Elokei Yishenu. Namely, Knesset Yisrael are mirroring Rabbeinu Yonah, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is responding to them with the Rambam. That we have over here these two approaches within the Medrash. A machokis between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Kla Yisrael is a machokis between the Rambam and Rabbeinu Yonah. But I'd like to suggest, with your permission, a third approach in understanding our bracha understanding our Bakasha Hashivenu. I entitled my shi'er, Tshuva, the Inner Dimension. By the inner dimension, I meant what is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's role in Tshuva? That's an inner dimension. Where does HaKadosh Baruch Hu fit in? So according to the Rambam, he's waiting outside for us to be choser to Tshuva. He's waiting for us to use our Bechira Chavshis. According to Rabbi Yonah, he's, he's, he wants to initiate, he wants just daven to him. Just ask him, and he'll pull us up, because we need him to pull us up. But I found another medrash. It's a variant on the medrash we just learned, but it's found in medrash Tehillim, as opposed to the medrash we just learned that left everything as a stalemate between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and B'neis and Knesset Yisrael. This medrash has a resolution. Let's read it together, number 16. Yisrael Omrim Lecha. The Jewish people attend HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shuv atabit chila. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you take the first step. You pull us up. Shenemar, shuva Hashem admatai. Vaata and you God, Omer, lo. Ela shuva Yisrael tchila. Let the Jews take the first step. They have Bechira Chavshis. Lo ata. So the Medrash over here doesn't leave it at that. But the Medrash now moves over to a resolution. Lo ata tashuv la'atzmecha. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you don't have to take the initiative. V'lo anu nashuv la'atzmenu. Nor do we have to take the initiative. Ela shneinu ke'echad. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we're partners with you in this process of tshuva. We're supposed to do it together. You and us together. Shenemar shuvenu elokei yishenu. That's the Pasuk on which this Medrash is found. Now, what does that mean? You know, that we're talking to Kosh Baruch Hu and we're saying to Kosh Baruch Hu, we're in this pickle together, we're, we're only going to get out of it if we do this together. So I'd like to give, uh, to explain it, perhaps with a problem that at least I have. I think some of you may share it. Why is it so difficult for me to concentrate during Shmona Esrei? Why does my mind constantly wander during Shmona Esrei? I can speak to my wife, I can speak to a friend for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, even an hour without my mind wandering. Why can't I speak to a Kaish Baruch Hu for 6 or 7 or 8 minutes 
and my wine, and I just take three steps forward, and I find myself in Walmart, I find myself in Disney World, I, fi I find myself, who knows where, I'm at Sada, I, I find myself somewhere else, not in Yankee Stadium, not, not, not with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. why? So there's a beautiful, beautiful Sefer that I recommend, if you haven't learned it, you should, by Rav Shimshon Pinkis, Zecher Tzadik Levracha, called Sharem B'Tfila. It's not, a, it's not a, a, a copy of the tapes of his, of, of, of his lectures, it's a, of his shiurim, of his drashos. It's that which he wrote. And he offers the following hypothesis. I would summarize his hypothesis in a number of words. It takes two to tango. He doesn't express it exactly in that manner. Namely, I can talk to my friend because I know that he's listening to me. And so my mind doesn't wander. But who says that a Kodesh Baruch Hu is listening to me? And if a Kodesh Baruch Hu is not listening to me, how can I concentrate on my speaking? How do I know a Kodesh Baruch Hu is there? The only way I can be sure that he's there is if I bring him into the picture. That's what we find a beautiful Rashi in Masechet Brachot that explains what is the concept of smichut gu'ula litfila. Why do I have to go straight from Gaul Yisrael into Shmona Esrei, even according to many Mefarshim, leaving out the Amen? No Amen. Just go straight into Shmona Esrei. Gaul Yisrael, Hashem Svatai Tiftah. One goes right into the other. Why? Why is it so important? So if you look at the Rashi in number 17, he says, Amrinan Bibrachos Birushalmi, Misha Eino Somech Let's say someone decides his phone is bothering him. So after saying Gol Yisrael, he looks at his phone, he looks at his message, Whatsapps, whatever. To what can we compare him? You have someone that the king loves, and that individual knocks on the door of the king, and then that person disappears. He's on his phone. There's no one at the door. So the king simply closes the door and goes back to his throne. A person should recite those psukim and, 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 and those tfilot that describe how HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim and how HaKadosh Baruch Hu was so good to us for whom it karevelav, uba odo karovelav, yeshro litvoatrachav. Then, if we don't make any break, when we knock the door, then a Baruch Hu opens the door and we can come to him with our tfilot. But if we're not there, when the tfilot begins, if we're not at that point where Baruch Hu opens the door, then forget it. We're not, we're not going to be talking to anyone. This lechora is not only. Um, in the morning, not only evening, but even at Mincha. We say Ashrei. Ashrei is that same thing of coming close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and then we move right into Shmona Esrei. Someone comes into Mincha, and the Shliach Tzibu Zerei say in Kaddish, and he says, wow, I made it on time. And when everyone takes three steps forward, he takes three steps forward. What chance does he have of speaking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? There's no one there. He didn't bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu into the picture. There was no knocking on the door. It's not going, to, not going to work. Now, again, it's not necessary that if you do say Ashri, you're going to have Kavana, but at least you have a fighting chance. At least you have the ability to be able to speak to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I think that we can say something similar over here in terms of the world of Tshuva. I did an Avera. I distance myself from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I want to recreate the closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the Medrash tells us, I can't do it alone. Now, I'm not asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu for siyata d'shmaya, that he should create opportunities for me. I'm not even asking him for siyata d'shmaya of David HaMelech, that Hashem should help me pick myself up from my human condition. No. I'm ready to do tshuva. I'm, I'm a Rambam Jew. I, in other words, I, I have Bechira Chashis. I'm choosing God. I'm choosing God. I'm on the right side. But it takes two to tango. Namely, it has to be Shneinu Ke'echad. Kaish Baruch Hu and I both have to move towards one another. HaKarish Baruch Hu gave us a gift of tshuva 
as a partnership. When I come to knock on the door, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is coming on, on the other side to open the door. HaPoseach Sha'ar L'dovke B'Tshuva. That, in a nutshell, is the process of tshuva. That I am knocking on one side of the door and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is opening the door on the other side. That's, that's my bakasha. Hashivenu Hashem Ashivenu, I'm sorry, Avinu Lisarasecha, Vikarvenu Malkenu Lavodasecha. That I ask Hashem that when I let's say my Avera was Bitul Torah, I didn't learn. And now I want to go back to learning. So I say, Hashem, share with me your Torah. Hashivenu Avicha Avinu Lisarasecha. You take a step towards me, I'm taking a step towards you. You take a step towards me and share with me your Torah. When I want to be Choser to my avoda, I want to link into a Kaddish Baruch Hu, I ask Kaddish Baruch Hu to allow me to link into his avoda. It's very, we know that the Kohen, there are many Kohenim named Kasdan. And it's, it's a shorthand for Kohani Shluche De, that the Kohenim are messengers. But there are two points at which the Kohen can be a messenger. Shluche Didon, he's our messenger. And Shluchei Derachmana, he's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's messenger. Namely, the Kohen is that glue that brings together HaKadosh Baruch Hu and myself. He's the step of, of it's a two-way street between myself and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. V'hachazireinu b'tshuva shlema lefanecha. The tshuva shlema is defined as lefanecha, to have a close, intimate presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That come, that's the concept of shneinu ke'echad each of us moving towards one another, and that's the chasima of the bracha, Baruch Hashem The Raton Hashem is the return of this unity. That's how the Rambam concludes Hilchos Tshuva, number 18. That the culmination of Tshuva is when there is an intimate relationship, a closeness, a oneness between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We should all have a Gemar Chasimah Tovah.